Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode, we are going to talk about sweet dreams. And the sweet dreams you're going to hear a little bit about are my personal dreams, but they're not going to get too sweet, so uh, no explicit uh, content uh, on this podcast. But uh, this is basically what I want to do today, share uh, my opinion, my personal opinion about dreams, um, share one or two dreams with you and the impact that they had on my life, and maybe inspire you to have a deeper look at dreams you can remember. And as dreams are such a fundamental thing when it comes to sleeping, I'm quite sure that we'll have a couple of podcasts when I just do a little brainstorm, uh, I could see something about cultural aspects when it comes to dreaming. Um, there are also psychologists like Mr. Young and Mr. Freud who have their opinions on dreams. Uh, we can talk about sleep stages, dig in a little bit deeper into the REM sleep stage where we dream most uh, and so on. So let's see how this, uh, where this route takes us together. When I think about dreaming, and this is kind of an um, internal entertainment system. This is basically what it's for me. So if you are familiar with Star Trek, there are these things called the holodecks. And these are basically rooms where, which are hooked up to a computer. And you tell the computer what experience you want to have. And as soon as you enter this room, the computer will set up everything uh, visually and um, put everything in place that you really think you're in this environment, the dialogues and everything around you. Um, the good thing about this entertainment system is that it's absolutely safe. So if we uh, look at how we actually learn things, it's basically through trial and error. So in the outside world, I would have to test something and that's not always so good as it can hurt us. So depending on which action you take, uh, you can seriously get hurt. And in dreams, this is obviously not the case. So you could um, test things in terms of relationships. And of course, if I say you could test them, your brain will basically come up with uh, the environment or the situation that's best for you and hook up some kind of a wired dream around that. And in the end, it doesn't matter if you really experienced this or if you uh, had a dream or even if you visualize a certain uh, aspects of your life. Uh, in the result, your brain will gain experience. And this is just kind of how things happen. But um, leaving that aside, dreaming is just a super entertaining experience for me. I always love dreaming. I uh, am... Uh, really um, thankful that there is something like dreaming. It's, it's not a waste of time, in my opinion. I uh, think actually that many dreams are just there to entertain me. So I think about dreams where I uh, fly around, jump around, have some kind of an action going on, or uh, other stuff that's just really fun stuff. And so it's, it's not all about... Um, fears. It's uh, all about your whole life. And um, I think it's just a super cool experience. But dreams can and do have a deeper impact. Um, I kind of utilize dreaming when it comes to uh, work. Uh, 
So if I, let's say, had a presentation uh, which would be really important uh, for me, I would obviously be practicing that presentation, preparing for it, uh, getting a couple of slides or my uh, text in, in place. And then I would practice it in kind of a dry run. And I do so by really doing a dry run or uh, by visualizing this presentation in my head. And I go on and do it uh, one, once, twice, three times, four times, uh, depending on how good that, that fit is for me. And I do it right before I go to sleep. So um, I do it over day times two. It's not as if I wait until I go to sleep to start practicing. That's not the case. I do it day times, but I would do my last training right before I go to sleep and get my head really involved with this particular thing I want, the solution. And the solution would be to have a great presentation, seeing everybody enjoying the presentation, getting the information around. So when I go to bed and doing this practice, let's say half an hour intense practice before I go to bed, and go to bed right afterwards, no TV, nothing put between that and me going to bed, uh, I will experience my brain just continuing doing the training for me when I go to sleep. Uh, and often the result is just fantastic. When I get up that next morning and, you know, let's say after breakfast or anything, I would go on to have a, a final uh, practice and things would, would just work so perfectly well because overnight things settle, go into your longer term kind of experience. Uh, but you also kind of work through these things at night too if you're really um, uh, kind of behind the problem. So that's the thing that uh, I utilize from time to time. I would not recommend doing so every day or every week. But from time to time, that's really helpful to, to uh, peak perform. Um, and of course, things come up on their own uh, if you push them aside or just don't give them attention and you somehow uh, in your your inner you knows that you should give certain things feelings relationships you name it attention and um, when you dream they just pop up on their own it doesn't have to be a direct relationship you're not always able to you know kind of uh, see the situation but uh, as our brain works with pictures and feelings and uh, everything around that, uh, you will be able to find out what your brain wants to tell you and what you experience. Um, you just would have to sit down and, and take a little bit of time to dig into that feeling. So let me share one or better even two dreams with you and tell you the impact that they had on my life. The first dream I had is actually kind of a nightmare and um, uh, I'm not sure if I told you, I answer questions on this platform Quora uh, from time to time um, and Quora is basically a platform where people can put in questions and I answer a kind of sleep-related questions on there. So uh, one guy or lady put in a question asking uh, about recurring nightmares. And I thought of uh, nightmares. I had to look back quite quite a while because I do not I really have nightmares. I've uh, had nightmares the last couple of years, which is good. I don't really need them. Uh, but I had one, must be 20 years ago, that was really recurring over, I would say, a period of probably one to two years. And I had that dream at least 10 times. 
So it's still vivid to me when I look back now, I can remember what happened. It's not as if, you know, I, I get really uh, hooked up to the emotions I had there uh, anymore. But basically, I was running through an environment where sight was very, very narrowed down. So I, I could hardly see anything. It was kind of foggy. And there was a feeling of danger, you know, somewhere I couldn't really locate where the danger was coming from. And it was just this kind of a really bad feeling. And I was trying to, to get some kind of sight, you know, put my eyes to right to the extreme corners and uh, pull my head up and down and trying to get sight somewhere. And I tried to get get, you know, one step before the other faster and faster, but the harder I tried to, to uh, accelerate here, uh, the slower it got. So the more work I put in there, the harder it got, and the slower I actually got. And this was a really, really evil feeling for me in that dream. I, I can still remember it. So um, at that time, I did not sit down and reflect what that dream um, might uh, tell me. Um, but I'll share with you my insight in, in just a minute or two after I will dig into a good dream I had and someone through that Cora question, I put those two, two of them uh, into a relationship. And I'll share that, that with you because I, I knew uh, I maybe wouldn't have seen that if I would not have been producing this podcast right now and uh, putting that into a relationship. So the second dream I had went kind of like this. I was standing in a quite beautiful environment. It was not really super exciting. It was kind of a, you know, boring kind of a field environment. Uh, but it was okay. And um, the weather was great. I was feeling good. And somehow I grasped the feeling that I was dreaming. So something in my inner me told me, that uh, I'm actually dreaming. And I can still remember that I thought, okay, this is great. Because if I'm actually dreaming, I'm the creator of this world. And this means as it's a dream, I can just do anything. And the first thing I did to prove that I was really dreaming was to create a tree. So I thought of this tree. And with this the snip of my finger, that tree was there. A big, wonderful, beautiful tree. Uh, I think after that, I did a little bit of crazy stuff, letting that tree get, you know, alive, talking with me and jumping around like some kind of a Harry Potter uh, um, magician. Uh, and it was just fantastic. So that was the, the flip side. And, and by the way, I tried to Google the opposite of nightmare and you won't believe it. There is no opposite of nightmare. So maybe it's it's time for the sleep trust community to come up with some kind of a cool name for uh, dreams that are just um, in our favor. Uh, that, that basically, I would have chosen that name for the podcast, but as there was nothing there, I took sweet dreams, um, which seems to be quite fair. Um, okay, so how do these two dreams fit together for me? Well, basically, I had the dreams at a similar time. And as soon as I had the second, the positive one, me being the creator in this dreamy kind of world, the first dream stopped. And looking at it from 
today's perspective, everything seems so clear because it was I was working, I had a new job, it was really uh, exhausting uh, at times, as you can imagine. Uh, there was quite a lot of pressure on me and I was working my way through and I, I like to deliver in high quality, so I was doing my best. But the harder I was working and the better I was performing, the more work I got. And this was kind of making worse and worse for me. Where, where does this second dream fit into there? Somehow it gave me this deep inner feeling that I'm the creator of my own world. So what, whatever happens in the outside, this does not have to do anything with me. I can choose what I want to do, what I'm good at, what's fun for me, what I'm not so good at, what I hate and what I don't want to do. And with this feeling, um, somehow my uh, inner um, uh, my inner uh, holding changed. So I could say, no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. It's too much work. It's um, No, it, I'm not going to do that. That's not my uh, scope. Um, of course, being constructive, you know, always offering a solution. But I did not have the feeling that I would have to do so to uh, be a good performer or to deliver uh, good work. And this was kind of a milestone for me and really changed my whole future, um, uh, looking at it from, from, from the nowadays perspective. Um, maybe I would not even have had uh, needed the, the second dream if I would have sat down and thought about the first dream I had, the nightmare. What did it want to tell me? Maybe I would have gotten a conscious solution but as you see, you know, things are um, somewhere in there and at some time we're going to have a dream. And in the best case, uh, the solution is there and you don't have to take care anymore. But, so that's my view, uh, sharing dreams, sharing what impact those two dreams had on me. Um, I hope you love dreaming uh, as much as I do and... If you have a dream that you think is worthy, you know, you can remember, you, you've got the, the feelings, just take a while and think about that dream. Does it want to say something to you? Uh, is there some kind of a solution wrapped into that that you can maybe uh, accelerate uh, through conscious uh, acting? Unconsciously, it's going to be processed anyway, but, you know, through conscious acting, you, you may be able to uh, just accelerate the, the process. Or um, is there something that is just so desirable for you? Are there wishes that you should now start to create your own future? Um, enjoy dreaming. That, that's the point. Enjoy it. Uh, take value out of it. But, but, you know, don't pressure it. Just enjoy dreaming. It's just such a fantastic built-in entertainment system. And after, you know, having a hard day, it's always great to get a rest, to... Uh, gain our sleep trust to have sleep and if we have a nice dream that we can remember isn't that the best one that can happen to us with that we're going to bring this episode to a landing um yeah how, how could we wrap up this uh, the basic message is that dreams are just fantastic dreaming sleeping is fantastic to um experience things that you would not be able to experience in the outside without possibly getting hurt. It's also 
kind of a learning experience uh, underneath that, which can be uh, sometimes consciously triggered through, you know, uh, following uh, exercises until you go to sleep. But it can also be unconsciously when, when things just boil up, emotions or uh, other things that are under the hood. So uh, I think it's very valuable to listen to your dreams. Uh, maybe you want to even start um, writing a diary, a dream diary, when you can remember. I will, um, I'm just thinking of giving you a cheat sheet to do so, you know, giving you some kind of a structure to write down your dream. And <laughs> every time, you know, every second time I put one of these podcasts, it leaves me with a little bit of work, but I'm, I'm really happy to do so. So I'm going to create a, a dream a diary sheet for you. You can download it at sleeptrust.eu to note down your dreams and maybe even uh, conclusions, what that can mean for you. Um, of course, it's a very personal thing. Um, trust in your intuition. Nobody can tell you what your dream means uh, except uh, of you. So trust your intuition and enjoy dreaming. In next week's episode, we will, I'm not quite sure what we'll do exactly, but we will definitely talk about dreaming. Maybe we'll dig into what Mr. Freud, Mr. Young think about it. Maybe we'll have the cultural aspect, something else. Uh, I'll decide this spontaneously next week. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk about dreaming one or the other way. And until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu. That's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week, and until then, have a good sleep.